0: Let's go y'all! Everything, everything around you. You. We the morning so, Let's go y'all! Hi guys! Welcome to the new season of Arch Conversations 8.0. Sitting with me here is Tiffany. Hello. Who came in with no expectations because I was just texted her on Instagram, like hey, let's do this. She said yes. I gave her a date. I didn't realize I didn't give her an address. Yep. Until
1: maybe an hour ago.
0: <laughs> That's the way we roll. So now you know how casual these conversations are. Now, behind us, we have this amazing TV from... I'm not going to give you the brand because they didn't sponsor us, but it was sponsored by my neighbour, Rebel Squad. Very long name on Instagram, I'll tag it. Um, they actually do game, gaming production and also animation production. So they very graciously loaned us this TV because they have not enough space in their studio, which is amazing. And unbeknownst to TIFF, this podcast, while we're filming it, we're gonna get. We're, well, if you don't know, she illustrated this. So she's an illustrator, quite well known, I think. So we're, we're gonna talk about her journey, how she started, why she got into it, um, the type of jobs she gets now. Because I think that, like, when you think of an illustrator, you think like graphics, you think mm-hmm. like ads or like um, animation. But I think it's quite different these days because there's events. Like, I've met her at an event where she had to draw portraits of people on the spot and stuff like that. And because she's so used to working under such high-pressure environments, I've decided to ask her to draw while we talk. What?
1: <laughs> Great. <laughs> so I
0: did we not, up your iPad. Yeah, all right, did not expect that. And she was like, oh, uh, what should I open? You want me to open my website? So I was like, no, no, just open the <laughs> drawing app that you have.
1: Okay, I guess we are.
0: <laughs> okay, let her open a brand new, all right. I don't know what you call it, Sheet? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess a screen size canvas. Okay. And what should we ask her to draw? Okay, oh, now let's... you can start, right? I guess. Okay, Tiffany, what's your full name, age, and occupation?
1: Oh, full name, um, Tanya and Ting Tiffany.
0: You cannot look at me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry, okay. <laughs> you have to draw, you have to draw.
1: Uh, age, I am 32. And occupation, I'm an illustrator.
0: Okay, so did you fall into this or did you study for this?
1: Um, so technically, I guess I... Um, I guess I fell into it. It's something I wanted to do, um, but I studied fine arts, so it's kind of different from what illustration is. But I do try and combine uh, both elements
0: of um, my do you fine think art the practice. skills that you learn in fine arts actually helped. Yes, you know, like
1: in a way, in a way,
0: dimension, lines, yeah. things like that.
1: But yeah. that's like basic drawing that even um, an illustrator or designer will have to go through. You know. I don't have
0: any of those. <laughs> I mean, so most I artists, are right. like,
1: yeah, most <laughs> do this, do this. Yeah, you pull can do that, 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 for that. Sure.
0: <laughs> um, I've always really like uh, what's the word? Look up to people who can draw, mm-hmm. just in general. Like okay. you know, like you said, like you could be an artist, you could be like um, media, mixed media, whatever, right? Yeah. Because you obviously have the vision in your head before mm-hmm. you start putting, you know, this, like a thought to paper. Mm. For you, where does that design process start? You know, like, do you have it everything in your head and then you're just like in memory drawing things out? Or how does it work for uh, you?
1: No, so I think a lot of times I do have, I do need um, visual references, like whatever I'm doing now as well. Mm-hmm. So visual references, I think it starts out with, I guess, an idea and that could be in the form of text. So I guess in terms of what I do now, or even if I want to do a personal project, it would be like, okay, what's the theme?
0: So the theme were to be, I don't know, uh, I don't know, can't think of anything now. Lemons. Lemons, right? You know why I say this? Because when I first met her, we met through our, we have a mutual tattoo artist. So if you see the style mm-hmm. is the same, it's because it's the same person who did it. Jay did it, right? Yes. So I met her then, and I think you were drawing lemons.
1: I think it was the, yes, I think I saw you about the my memory's not bad. Nice, good. Um, yeah, so let's say lemons, right? So if I were to be doing lemons, that's a word. And then visually, where would lemons, uh, how lemons look? And then, what would the I guess lemons is the overarching theme. What uh, what's the smaller themes you can umbrella from there? Mm-hmm. Like maybe at that point, lemons. I was thinking about a lemonade movement. So then, what does that involve? And then we slowly branch out. So it's kind of more like a mind map that we begin with. And then when from- you say we, you mean yourself, right?
0: Yes. <laughs> She's all the me and my the, mind, with the pronouns they're separate. You know, her brain and herself. Yeah, me yeah. and my mind.
1: No, yeah. I think more more than just myself. I think. I'm very used to working with clients, so I, I say we as a term for like, if I work with people. Yeah. Yeah, because right now I have been always working, I'm an illustrator, so we work with clients. We again, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I work with clients. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I have a team, maybe that's why I say we, mm-hmm. sometimes I have a team. Um, yeah, and then... We no, I think, it, I think it has something to do
0: with being modest. Because when you say I, you take all the credit. And when you say we, you put the credit I like on everybody that. else. Okay. Yes. Fair. Yeah, I'll I think that. I think it's modest. Yes. Anyways, okay. So do you think you have now honed your own style of illustration?
1: That one is a very that's a tricky subject because I always feel like I, I never I never have one.
0: I I I say this because I do ID, right? Mm. So in all kinds of design like you said, we always work with the clients yep. and no matter what is the client, then the budget, then kind of they hired you because they think you have this certain style but yep. then somehow it amalgamates with what they want and and oftentimes for me it no longer becomes what i envision yep. so i don't know if that's what you face
1: Yeah, it's the same definitely um but i guess with regards to that then so far i've seen i've been seeing everything as more of a collaboration mm. so again i think with a lot of client work it becomes a collaborative process where um then it kind of stretches our creativity, our now being you and I. Oh, right, <laughs> you right. and right. my pronouns, yeah. Because, I mean, we talk about working with client, clients, so then. It's us trying to help the clients communicate their ideas in yes, whatever way right. they would like. Yes. And we would help them by being the creative ones to... So we're basically visualise. technical hands. Yeah, but we visualize it for them. Yeah, but then we're no longer
0: artists. That's
1: what I struggle with the Same, most. me too. I do that a lot. And like, which is why I kind of, I was interested in talking today as well, because I'm like, I want to rejig my artist side. mind and side yeah. in general. Yeah. That's why I never term myself as an artist. It's always been illustrator. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Jace.
0: <laughs> so I feel like, that's the thing, right, like, I have this thing battle in my mind yeah. all the time, you know, like, what's my artist's integrity? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, right, if we are not at that level where it's like, you're this famous, if you're going to hire Kusama, you're going to get polka dots, or like yeah. the infinity yeah. Web, if, net, if you hire under, you're gonna get everything's yes. concrete right so they have that style and they made that name for themselves yep. and now before i get there hopefully one day we get there yes. where i get hired to be me yep. do anything i want where do i strike the balance for people to then understand this is actually my work to to eventually get there because that's the that's the dream for yes. me yes
1: no that's a know? dream for me too like yep. for me my reference would be like at that point when i was younger before i ventured into this. I was looking at um the likes of like Audrey Kawasaki, all the fine art illustrators from the States. Um and like Mark Ryden and stuff. But they are more artists I guess in that way as well. But they term it fine art illustrators because their art work style is very illustrative. But then they put their work in, in galleries and stuff and that's where I kind of started being interested in illustration in the first place. But it wasn't so much client work. Um yeah and then just kind of just got okay, here. how did
0: it get there? It's, I want to know just because like for me, right, it was it has always, always been very fluid. Yeah. From one thing to another based on the work that comes or, or like the work that I get to have for the clients that I meet. Mm-hmm. So it's always been very fluid and then now I'm in this predicament. Not that it's a bad one. Yeah, um, it's not a bad one. How, how, how is it like for you? So you want to do fine arts, potentially doing art, putting in galleries and selling your art, right? But then you fell into this like client-based type work. Yeah, but I think the
1: balance I kind of want to strike is what you just you mentioned earlier where clients then hire me for this particular style, like just this. Mm. I mean, so far, I think my, to me, it's a bad quality, bad and good quality um, is that of mine is that I can do, I can illustrate most styles. Which is why then in my portfolio, you see like a, 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 myriad, a myriad of styles. And um, sometimes I struggle with clients going like, yeah, do it in your style. Then I do it in this style that I think I like for this project. And then I know this one. Then they point to another project that I have done. And I'm like, So this is where I struggle because I'm like, mm. maybe then I don't have a style. Yeah. But then people and my friends tell me that you do have a style. And I can tell if that work is
0: yours. No, we don't. Oops. Yes, we don't. Mm.
1: Yeah. So, I think, uh, eventually I hope to have that one, mm-hmm. not that having multiples is also a bad thing. Yeah. Jack of all trades, master of none. But That's how I time. feel
0: so. Yeah. Because like, I do ID right, but I also sometimes do a bit of branding, I do a bit of like, product design. Yeah. And there is not one that I like more than the other. Okay, maybe ID. I like interior styling a lot. Okay. But, all of them make me happy. Yeah. Because creating in general makes me happy. And maybe it's weird. Being very, very busy actually drives me. Yeah. Because of my ADHD maybe, I cannot just have one project at a time. Mm. I think that also then makes the work suffer. In in what you just said. Like there's no one style because I'm constantly doing yeah. so many at the same yeah, time. I agree. Maybe okay. then it's also us training our own minds to be like then I would have to charge a lot for one project though. Then it doesn't cover like the Like If overheads. you were to do the, the, yeah, the one, one, one style, one thing, one project at a time. Okay, it could be one style, many things. Mm, But then they wouldn't wouldn't hire us. One style, five projects. Instead of five uh, five styles, five Five projects. projects, Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, so then you don't have to... Then there's also the dream. So like, this is the constant battle I keep fighting
1: in my mind. But what if the other thing was that I was looking at some of these artists and they've been doing the same style for 10 years. And I question, do they get
0: bored? I will get bored lah. Yeah. I know I that's will. That's the other thing. I know I will. But, you, but maybe the answer's not one style then. Correct. Yeah. So then, once again, it's probably us having to quiet in our own minds and figuring out what we want to do. Probably. Okay. So then let's now talk about the types of projects you get because you not only illustrate like digitally, right? You also yeah. do murals yeah. and stuff like that. So what are the jobs that actually come to you now? and And how mm. did that evolve? Mm, I guess right
1: now a bunch of jobs do come to me. 7. <laughs> Sorry.
0: She's, she's counting. <laughs> yeah, I was counting. No, 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 I wasn't scrollies. really looking. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's too many. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm talking and not concentrating on this. I'm doing it. It's okay. It's too That's the point, right? It's on the fly. It's fine. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. it's yeah. cool. Um, what projects come to me, and how did it get there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, I. When I was a lot younger, I want to say at least ten years ago, when I first kind of ventured into the illustration in- industry, I graduated from school and from fine arts and stuff. I think I got to know some people who then held like exhibitions and stuff. But these exhibitions, for example, one of the earlier ones was was Cult Gallery. They used to hold these exhibitions for illustrators. So a lot of illustrators would put their works up based on a certain theme. It could be, I think there was one was Girls of the Underworld, and then like a bunch of female artists would you know, just draw whatever they, they like based on the theme. And then they would put it up in the gallery and I kind of started from there. And I think, um, I kind of with the life thing, it, everything kind of came hand in hand and with the life thing, it, I kind of got to a point also where, um, I was just doing Hannah with my friends for fun and, um, that kind of picked up. So that was when I got more popular because I was the only one doing henna in a different way. So I was using henna to, to draw on like, because I was experimenting with different canvases. So I was using henna to draw on people's um, bodies in general. So I did like, and I like anatomy. So I, I was doing the spine. I was doing like um, the bones of the arm and the hands and stuff like that. And that's when it kind of blew up because I was the only one doing that at that point. But I think I stopped there because I didn't want to be that henna girl, which people have come up to me like, you're the henna girl. I'm like, no, I'm an illustrator.
0: (laughs) So yeah, and then from there... uh, People like to put things in boxes, yeah? Do you realize? Yeah,
1: yeah, I guess. But I guess at that point, that was what I was known for as well. Mm. They didn't think I drew or anything. They didn't know me for drawing. Yeah. So then I really wanted to stop there, and I stopped there, and I just really tried to pursue illustration Mm since. And...
0: um, You're not drawing. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Be sorry. And then, and then? Uh, I guess, and then... you. Yeah. I feel like
1: it's here. No, it's, no, it's not. Oh, it's right, on that right, now. That right. was my sketch at the okay, start. Okay, right, right, right. Um, and then, and then... Uh, I, uh, I lost track. Lost. Illustrator. Yeah, I just, I just start focusing on illustration. And I think one of my earlier... My friends gave me an illustration job
0: at the start. And I guess it just picked up from there. Okay, so from no. day one, right, where you just did illustration, to now where you do like murals, live portraits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, how did it like evolve for you? Do you think like COVID spiked that? You know, the events like KOLs, Instagram, things like that. Yeah. Spawned a new age of illustration type work as well? I think it did. KOLs and stuff because they hold a
1: lot of these events for um qls and for the media and i think even before COVID, i was doing work for media people Mm. so i think i can't remember what brand it was but they would um, hire me to let's say just literally draw and write names on on packaging for media people yeah yeah and stuff like that so i guess from there kind of different different teams will hire me for different reasons to do different things but for the kols and mm. for events as well mm. and then um, i think a lot of my jobs are also campaign based so no. uh campaign based yeah so different parts of the campaign i'll uh, be used for different parts of the campaign like i can illustrate for one the packaging of the campaign two uh maybe a bit more into the campaign like let's say we i just did the um what did i do Let's say the Magnum one, right? It was a part of a bigger campaign, so Ken and I actually did collaboration for that and we drew this whole Magnum city and we hit Magnums all over and that mm. became a thing where it's the key visual. It's so, like a
0: Where's Wally but Magnum. Yeah, so but then so we do... I, we?
1: This we is Ken and I. <laughs> but um, in general, I also do partly key visuals for the campaigns. A lot of them has been campaign based, so key visual for the campaign or I'm the smaller one coming in to do l- Live stuff for the campaign. Sorry, where's yeah. my mic. You squished your mic without yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, or like live stuff for the campaign. Yeah. Um, and that is based on the event stuff, I guess. Now there's Christmas campaigns. Yeah. And yeah. I, okay, so
0: now let's talk about the back end side, right? Like p- things that people don't see. How do you prep for these? Because like how many projects do you have ongoing at a time?
1: Uh, so some projects are very long
0: projects. I would say generally 5 to 10. At a time, right? Yeah. So, how do you even prep for these projects, the back end side of it? Because like, the brain is going to be like. Ooh. Yeah, basically. So, I mean, I try
1: to organize them by writing things I have to do and which milestone I'm at, at which, whichever point of the project. Yeah. Each of the projects, so I know, okay, today I need to do this for this project. I need to start planning for this project. I need to draw this bit. So,
0: for you don't this use project. any apps? No, I actually don't like exactly. my notebook. I need to introduce you to some apps.
1: I feel like I try, but then I always prefer writing it down. Like, today mm-hmm. do this, so that it kind of remembers. Like, when you write it down, I feel like it's ingrained in my memory a bit more than when I type it out. Hmm. Yeah. That's more than anything. I see. It's a bad thing. Not a no, bad it's thing. not.
0: It's not good or bad. It's yeah. just a preference of what works for you. Yeah. Five so to ten good. projects at the same time would... But they're of different
1: scales. They're of different scale as well. Some yeah. of my projects, let's say the events, Oh, yeah. it's
0: one day on that day. Yeah,
1: but then I have to prep a little bit before, like here and there, going back and forth with the client, to see what is
0: to be drawn on that day. Yeah, focus. Yeah. Sorry, Can I,
1: it's two things I'm focusing on.
0: Exactly, that's why. Because you like to do so many projects at the same time. Yeah. You like to no no. You like to work under stress, that's what we're okay. testing out here. Okay. Hopefully you get more clients out of, out of this, you know, like they'll give ask you to do talks now, they'll ask, get you to do talk, TED Talk and draw at the same time, draw the audience, you know. You never know. A plan. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then would, what advice would you give to budding illustrators? So I feel like people view, like the public in general, they see mm-hmm. people who have a lot of work. Yeah. And they, because it's like Instagram work or it's like work that you see di- digitally that appears on Instagram, they feel like it comes very easy. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, because I, mean. I've, I've gotten like quite snide remarks from people in general that, like, you know, like, well, that's all you do. You know what I mean. Yeah. Very easy for them to say, right? But I just want to ask you, based on your experience, like the the work stress that you get, and all that. Yeah. And then in turn, what kind of advice would you give to budding like illustrators? Based on that, or based on anything? Well, first, oh. based on the amount of stress that you actually... Okay. yeah. Because yeah. I feel like people just see this Instagram profile, okay, right? Know. And they're like, hey, I want to be this person. Yeah. But I think they don't understand how much work yeah. goes into being this person. Yes. Who is not a person. It's a collective mind because it's we. just right? we.
1: Yeah. It's we. It's my uh, creative mind. It's my um, practical mind. It's... So I guess that... Spe- I mean, on on that topic, mm. it is all of that as well. It's literally not just a creative mind. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things. Actually, I have been letting the budding artists know, like whoever I do come in contact with, mm-hmm. is that illu- this illustration gigs and freelance work is literally very little drawing and a lot of
0: client servicing. Yeah, correct. Yeah, that's the. That's exactly thing. it. I don't think that it's just illustration. I think it's just being a creative in general.
1: Yeah, you have to. I mean, it's not a creative in
0: general, but. Um, a creative working for clients in Correct, general. correct. Yeah. Yes, yes. So like, it it's a lot of managing clients' expectations. And then not just that, because I do ID, right? So there's like um, MCST, which is management, mm. you know, like a, the strata mm. in a building, like malls and stuff. Yeah. Then there's also like BCA, URA, getting approvals for all these other things. So it's yeah. not just like, hey, I make this nice design, let's get it made, you know? Yeah and then it's like not hitting the budget. So you can design something. Let's say this, that was my initial design, right? Yeah. By the time I meet the budget, it looks like this. Yeah, you get what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I get what and, you mean. And there's that as well, learning how to manage budgets and things like that. And then that's that's with
1: the client, but after that, it comes your personal expenses and how you pay yourself and like yeah. deal with tax and all that stuff, Yeah. which is not what everyone wants to hear,
0: but no. it happens. No, no, no. And you need to do that. Definitely, talking about tax, because now we have a company, we have Mm overheads, we have an office, right? Now we have to, because we work with a lot of freelancers, I work with a lot of freelancers. We manage teams for AV and stuff like that. So now I even have to think about how I bill clients, because you know when I, when it's, when I, when you put out like your corporate revenue, right? You have to pay tax, right? 17%, right? But when I pay freelancers, I don't charge them 17% extra tax, right? Mm -hmm. So then how do I not lose money and it's just a lot. It becomes like, like what you said, it's not just like creative. It's not just like client facing. It's like, you know, tax planning and it's basically running a business really. It's not so simple as just like, hey, let me just, I'm quite creative. Let me just use this creative mind and do something with it. It is basically, even if it's like a one man show. Yeah. It's still like, you know, you having to do
1: all those things on your own.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that's the I think the main takeaway. I would advise people, not advise, or like to inform them that this is what they're getting into.
0: Yeah. And then outside of that, what is the kind of advice you would give to like, people just like, who love illustration and want to get to where you are, and they're okay with everything that we just mentioned? Um... Because they start from zero, right? Yeah, you start from zero. And and right now, I guess like the influencers like KOLs who are popular, they're already popular, right? It's very hard to enter that game unless you're some TikTok champion, magician, artist person. So it's a very different game from when you first started. Yes. So if they would step now, what is the advice that you would give them? Oh, I think
1: it's one is definitely networking. Mm. If I mean that's if you want to um, work for a certain client, Mm. right? Like if you like, Sometimes you need to put yourself out out there, Mm -hmm. which is something that's quite hard to do, especially now that you said um, Every every other person or every one who's already famous or popular is already popular So how do you get yourself out there is to I guess put yourself out there. Um, I remember watching some videos of People giving advice and stuff like that and a lot of it was to literally try and put yourself out there um, maybe do some work and get clients to I mean, not get clients, get potential, like send it out to potential clients. Let's say Christmas and, you know, start sending out Christmas e-cards with your illustrations and say this is my portfolio and, mm. you know,
0: just Merry Christmas or something like that. Hung. Your, your, your thing hung or my thing hung? My thing, okay. Thing hung. okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. What would you, how would you advise? I mean, not illustrators, right, but just like but any so. creative in general. Yeah. I feel like in this day, the degree is not as important as it used as it used to be. No, it's not. I feel no, like your your soft skills and your network skills and your EQ is very mm. very important. Yep, definitely. Even if you have a degree and all that, but you're pompous and all that, it's very hard to get work. Yeah. And I feel like I need to say this right. Like I've known people who are not famous and became famous. I knew people who were always famous. I knew people who were not rich and be- made money, and I knew people who always had money and. And the difference is this, right? I stayed friends with the people who are just humble. Mm. And never judged people for what they were. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think no matter where you're at, even when you're at zero and then you get to a hundred, I yeah. think the most important thing is to understand that like, the person next to you who is cleaning the toilet or whatever, they could be someone someday. Yeah. And like, don't forget your roots, or the people who helped you when you first started. Yeah. I think like, this is the advice I would give people, because I've seen people change. Yeah. Due to fame or money. And then became, they become very ugly, mm. in a way. And I've seen people who have always, I like, and had steady growth in their career. Yep. And are still so beautiful and wonderful, and still like the same person I met on the first day. And I think that's the beauty of it, right? All of okay. us are chasing this dream of success, whatever it can mean to you. Like, it could be money, it could be like being an actual artist and having your own style, whatever yeah. is your goal maybe, right? that when you are there, not to forget the person that started out. Because the person who starts out is usually quite humble and chill.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. And I think that would be my advice for anyone who start, who's starting, started out in the middle or in the advanced stage of their mm. career. I feel like people can... It's very easy to forget it when you're at the top, when you have so much work or you, people keep telling saying good things about you. Yeah. It's very hard to remember where you came from. Yeah. And get lost in that for a bit and start like judging people oh, who's that you know their work's not as good as mine and stuff like that yeah but i think the important part is to really stay true to who you were when you started out yeah and that person who helped you at that day, at that time and all that kind of stuff and that would be my advice outside of working hard and working smart because yeah. working hard is not good enough you yeah know? It's, nowadays it's a little bit hard i mean i i I can tell you like I could work seven days a week, but really, I would really rather work four days a week and make the same amount of money and yeah. have the extra time for myself. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the other thing that people don't often talk about. They always talk about the work. Yes. oh I'm working, or I have X number of projects. Mm-hmm. But people feel like, oh, I'm going to Bali for a holiday, or I'm taking time off to lie down today and do nothing. They feel bad about seeing these things. Yeah. And I don't get that because I feel like rest is just as important as work. I know but yeah. I do feel bad but then you are the right you are right yeah yeah exactly don't yeah. guilt yourself sorry don't guilt yourself when you need the rest yeah and that is something I've also learned the hard way because burnout is very real <laughs> yeah you true. know to go on and on I think it hit me when my daughter said to me like why are you working so much why are you even working at home and and then my body was like breaking and I was like yeah actually why am I doing this to myself mm. you know like what is the end goal here um and I think those are questions suddenly get very not very serious but these are questions that you need to ask yourself yeah at any stage of your career and yeah. that would be my advice for any creative or basic even anyone in any industry
1: i feel like yeah on top of that like remembering how you were where you started in terms of being humble and stuff i feel like the other thing is that i and that i lost is why i started like what mm. i wanted to do or what my goals were back then and like i think it goes back it th- ties back to being um an artist again mm. i guess like sometimes i know i say this now i haven't done it and uh i've been meaning to and i've been talking to a lot of friends and we we've been meaning to do this for ourselves that is just to do some artwork for ourselves and mm. that might benefit us even in the commercial game in the long run mm. just to take some time off and just like
0: this is why I have wanted. this, Yeah. this yes, is why I have Arch, you know, like, yeah. which why I do the podcast and why I Arch is an experimental space for merchandise and whatnot. Because everything, all the graphics, everything we control, all creative discussion, right? Yeah. Even the, the podcast, like, I get to pick the people I want on board yeah. and and usually yeah. I'll pick people like, you where I kind of know who you are, mm-hmm. but I've never really met you. So then the conversation is truly organic. It's not something we've discussed like five times over in the past, you That's know? true. And then it's organic and also it's fresh. Mm. It's a fresh take like what you said, like a fresh take on something that I myself find is troubling mm. in the world right now or in my head right now. Yeah. Yeah, but also to add on some, uh, I don't know what we call this. It's um, not really colour but colour. And also to add on some like stress <laughs> during <laughs> the. So you're the first person who had to do this. Nice. Yeah. While well, uh, I think, have I done it before? with anyone else. Have you done anything where someone is doing something? Yeah, that's what I was going to say.
1: Maybe this season can be it.
0: No, cannot. <laughs> the next person is the singer. Can I ask her to sing and talk?
1: <laughs> she can sing her...
0: Nah, don't don't Sing, sing, the, sing, 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 sing the, the conversation. The conversation. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be quite fun. Um, but, uh, not, yeah. for, not for Not for uh, her. Not for, her, yeah, not not for, her. Fun her. for us. Yeah, and with that, I think I'm at the end of the podcast. Yay. Would you? Is there anything else you want to add? Um, No, I just hope that we do that art thing for ourselves. Yeah, someday, right?
1: Soon.
0: I feel like, okay, there's this last bit I will say, right? In Singapore, we're lucky in the sense that it's a blank canvas. There are not that many established artists compared to anywhere else in the world, where when you want to talk about like creative people who are very good at what they do, it's like a dime a dozen, right? Here, if you're in the creative industry or you're in the fashion industry, and there's like what? five other people you're competing with, versus somewhere else where you have 5,000 people you're competing with. In that sense, we're already really lucky. We are. So, like, I would say just get out there, put yourself out there, not be shameless, but like put yourself out there in terms of work, like what you say, sending it out and this and that, but not be discouraged by people saying no, because no is never really no it can still be changed into a yes, but then to show with your hard work, actual work. Yeah. It
1: can be a no now, but a yes eventually. Yeah. That's
0: also something I heard. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it yeah. be good.
0: And also the attitude that you get show to people, uh, it helps with that. Yeah. So, like... in the beginning we said, but I don't think you know. So what she's actually drawing is my new ring in the office. So it's a Yara ring by Memphis Milano, designed by Masanori Umeda for Memphis in 1981. The serial number is 31. So there's only 31 in production since 1981. I don't think it's because people don't like the design. It's more like all the price because there are way more expensive things out there. But like the thing end to end is 2.8 meters. So for you to have a space to put in that actually fits in the space, it's really hard because it's super colorful. So if you put it in any space that's also colorful, it takes away from the design.
1: Mm.
0: So it has to be a blank canvas type space, which will only then work in a museum or a studio. Then I yeah. think that kind of limits where how the amount of people that would buy it, right? Would you put it? Would you put it in your house, your home? As I a bit, space, as a bed? No, definitely bit not. Place. I can't sleep on this. Okay. Yeah, it's a bit too tatami is a bit too hard. This for naps. This for like siestas. So. Yeah. If you can afford to buy a siesta tatami thingy in your house.
1: Okay, I guess we're done.
0: Oh, yes, great. Sorry. Yay, we're done. Okay, so this is the Yara ring drawn by Tiff doing this... How long long has it been? 30 minutes? 30 minutes she takes to draw this while talking, uh, to be fair to her. Could have taken half the time, I think, if she were not talking. Yeah, and if maybe the screen wasn't so far. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tiff, thanks for today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, very happy to have you on 8.0. Thank you, bye.